Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch fake pop culture, and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. I'm Jake. And we're watching the Pirates of Darkwater. And I didn't call it Blackwater that time because I have the image of the logo in front of me. It's very helpful. He's going to get it tattooed on his arms where he doesn't call it Blackwater <laughs> anymore. That's right. But like facing upside down, so only I can read it easily. So it's right there. It's not a bad logo. It's a little busy, but it fits. Yes. There's a little rope dangling from the sword that I don't know what's on it. It looks like mushrooms, honestly, but it's probably not. What? The little rope off of the sword hilt. There's a rope, and then there's like another rope wrapping around it, I think is what's happening. Is that what that is? Yeah, I think it's like a like a rope, and then there's a ribbon. Oh. It looked like, to me, about it, it looks like there's little mushrooms growing on it, but that doesn't make sense. No. But that's what it looks like. Could also just be the lo-fi image we have. Well... It was 1991 when this came out. So if you remember what happened last time, because I don't, I the uh, prince. Uh, Red. Is he a is he a prince? Or I don't did I just make so. that I up? Think okay. His dad is just a cool guy. Okay. I we'll probably find out more about him as we go along, but uh, maybe he's the prince of Octopon. I don't know. Yeah, I've saving I, Octopon. We haven't seen that many people in Octopon. I don't think. I don't think we've actually seen Octopon at all. We've just oh. seen that hallucination of it getting better. That could be. It's hard to say, but... Uh, it's not. I just said it, and it didn't take any effort at all. <laughs> so he's on a mythic quest to find the 13 thingies. He's already got one, and his compass pendant necklace shines a incredibly <laughs> bright laser beam to point you where you need to go. And he only uses it in front of the bad guys, That's so right. they also know where to go. Exactly. How else would you have conflict in your storytelling? You wouldn't. You'd just go get all the treasure, and then it would be <laughs> over. That's right. Six episodes, that's all they need. And I guess they have to find them in sequential order, because there's a character in here who recognizes the one he has as the first one. I mean, I guess the compass tells him which one's the next one, so the compass decides the order? I just assumed it was a whichever one's closest kind of deal. I guess that's true. Is that the order then? Like, I I would really depend on where you started. It would be a bitch if you started in the middle, and you get two beams off of that thing. Yeah, like, fuck, which way do I go? Which one's closer? Is the the beam thicker or brighter? You don't know. We don't know anything. That's right. Especially names. I know all the names, except for the name oh, there of the we king. Go. Uh, Doug. Not everyone's called Doug when you don't remember Sky. Some of them are called Frank. Or Jerry. But uh, we open up on the ship. Ren apparently takes the knife, his sword knife, out of his boot and hangs it on the wall. I. Th- it kind of looks like he stabbed it in the wall. But it's also a broken sword. (laughs) There's just a nail in there that he hangs it on. He Uh, also sleeps with the first treasure in his hand. (laughs) Sure does. Seems kind of reckless, but I guess it's to remind us that he has it. Yeah. You should put that in your butt. Safekeeping. Or not out in the open, basically. Get a little satchel. Hang it from your belt. Or do like Ash Ketchum and pin it to the inside of your jacket vest thing. Yes. Does he have treasures in there? Uh, That's where he puts his gym badges when he earns them. He puts it on the inside of his coat so he can open it up to be a cool guy fucking vest is probably really heavy <laughs> probably by now if he doesn't remove the old ones he's at least got what's eight times six uh 48 48 yeah he's got 48 gym badges in there so far 
It's what happens when you want to be the very best, That's like true. no one ever was. Actually, Gen 6 didn't have badges, so he has also a passport book full of stamps. So he's got... Probably in the pocket. Yeah, he's only got 40 badges or so. But still probably pretty heavy. Yeah. But uh, Ren gets up, and he looks out a window, and he sees enemy boats. Well, he gets up because the boat's shaking, right? I, just, I thought that was the natural bobbing of the water. Oh, I don't know. Either way, he knows there's bad guys. Yeah, there is a, an explosion shortly after. Uh, Nibbler, Nid, Nidler? Nidler. Nidler is also asleep in that room, but he does not get up because he thinks that he's dreaming and his creepy lips still upset me. I think it wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't such a severe underbite or over. Yeah, underbite. Whichever. Uh, it, it, <laughs> like his, his bottom lip really juts out there. It, yeah, it it's upsetting to me. So I guess Tula and Ponytail Face, Izod, are were you know running the ship while Ren was asleep, which makes sense. There's only four people, so you can't all sleep at the same time. Well, you can as long as you do any, you make any effort to not be where the bad guys are. But they <laughs> seem to not do that. I know we're only two episodes in. <laughs> the bad guys are always just right next to them. Yeah. But that's how the last episode ended with the bad guys, you know, a hundred feet behind them. Yeah. So why did they go to bed? <laughs> Gotta sleep sometime. Guess so. You'll die if you don't. <clears throat> On a long enough timeline. But yeah, the bad guys' ships are shooting catapults at... Uh, I thought that was, uh, was ground beef, but it turns out to be a rock. Yeah. Just a pink rock. <laughs> and uh, the bad guys are pretty good at aiming, because they are smashing up the ship pretty good. Uh, eventually, Izod... Uh, runs to go and take care of some ropes with uh, Tula. Um, Izod is voiced by Hector Alonzo, which I know that name doesn't mean anything to you, Sky. Um, he is. It does not. Do you remember the Princess Diaries, Sky? I know it exists. I don't think I've ever seen it he's, all the way. He's Joe. He's the one who's banging the queen. Sure. In the Princess Diaries. Have you ever accidentally watched an episode of Last Man Standing because it was on at your parents' house when you went there? No. He's the grumpy old man in that. Sure. He's also in Pretty Women. He's He has a very pro- prolific career. He's in a lot of stuff. He's also voices a lot of things. He's in an episode of Avatar The Last Airbender Sky. Okay. Not, he, I don't, he's no name I recognize, but <laughs> he's Jim Gordon in the Lego Batman movie. There's there You've okay. seen that. I have seen that, but just the once, and I do not remember any, if Jim Gordon's in there, he's not in there a lot. I know Rosario Dawson did Batgirl. Who's well, related anyway, to Commissioner Gordon? He's he's a face you'd know. Probably, just, he's this man. Look, he's in stuff. Okay, yeah, I re- I recognize him. I just didn't realize he at was, least a little. He was in this, but he is. He's Izod. Good for him. Yeah, Izod says a bunch of like needlessly sexist things in this episode. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and guess he says them in the next 19 episodes as well. That's probably true. At one point, it looks like Tula's gonna go stab him because she's reaching for his, her knife. Uh, as she walks towards him, but Ren says, "Don't right now," because they're, you know, trying to outrun some bad guys. She reluctantly doesn't stab him, so she listens, I guess. But so the bad guy ships are chasing the good guy ship, and then Ren re- remembers that his ship is bigger, so he starts smashing into the other guys. It's a good move. Yeah, because those other ships look like they could break in a strong wind. So and one of them does. Yeah. Um, Ren smashes into it, and it looks a lot like that white helicopter that uh, Charles Norris flew in one of them episodes we watched. Um, but the other ship 
has that little guy with a peg leg and a, a big old fat tummy. His name is Conk. Right. It's voiced by Tim Curry, who, <laughs> sure you'll, is. who you'll recall from something else we did, but I don't remember what. Is he the is he the lizard in the turtles? No. What is was he? Is he Megabyte? No, he sounds like him though. Yeah. I think you're right in that he was in something. He was a dragon or something close to it. I don't even remember what we've done for this show. <laughs> I keep wanting to say Kilocon, but we haven't done Superhero Samurai Cyber Squad yet. Not yet. Um, we're gonna do this until we're dead we'll get there <laughs> look i bought the dvds we're gonna do it eventually <laughs> uh some do some enemy pirates throw cat's paw uh, grapples up to the crow's nest and fly over um uh, while tula pulls out some throwing stars because uh, the pirates and she uh cuts one of their lines perfectly oh fuck he's lord draganis in the white i knew he was a lizard yeah but i couldn't <laughs> i wanted to say he was the wizard lizard. I thought he was the lizard in... Next Mutation? Yeah, that one. No, that... I don't even remember that lizard's name. That's a more different lizard. I want to call him Screech, but that's not it. That's just what he did. Yeah. Wick. King Rick. Wick. No, Wick was the, the little guy, I think. The oh, puppet. is that not... That's the one I thought you were talking about. Oh, no. Dragon Lord? The, the, no. Yeah. We've watched a lot of garbage. That one was such a long time ago. What was the first one we did? It was Dragon Lord. You were correct, and there was no, there was no uh, Tim Curry involved in this show, from what I can tell. <laughs> Remember when there was just a gorilla in a haunted house in that episode, or in one episode? An entirely separate gorilla from the other gorilla bad guy, who yes. actually was a yeti? Yes. <laughs> you want to revisit that show? Not enough to do it. I can't imagine it got better. <laughs> but maybe we could appreciate it more now. Mm. Simpler times. Now that we've watched Inhumans. <laughs> uh, Inhumans really, really crushed us. It sure did. It was so, every episode was so long. And nothing happened. And nobody had powers. Why didn't anybody have superpowers? Because television. They cut Medusa's hair off in the first episode. Cowards. <laughs> so Tula makes one of them fall. So these uh, pirates are wearing weird He-Man bondage gear. Well, there's two simpleton pirates, and yeah, they're dressed like He-Man action figures. There's a lot of like carabiners on them. Uh, they both get thrown off pretty quickly. One falls off because his line got cut, and the other gets kind of like catapulted off or those, levered off. Those little hooks that you'd hook a carabiner on are definitely for weird sex things. Yeah, I don't see how they could be for anything else. Conk's boat is, is also made out of bones. Um. And Ren tosses him off it and then does a weird Cirque du Soleil bullshit to fly off of his ship onto his own by swinging around on a rope until he's able to jump. I don't think you know what Cirque du Soleil is about. Acrobats. It's about the Beatles, guy. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Uh, they do have a Beatles show. Okay. Um, I don't think that's <laughs> true. <laughs> the weird knockoff uh, Cirque du Soleil was here in the mall parking lot last oh, week. Yeah? yeah. Neat. I, we did not go. Hmm. You missed out. That's how I want to catch COVID is the fucking mall parking lot Cirque du Soleil (laughs) show. At least let me earn it if I'm going to get it. Make it worth it. What would you consider worth it to get COVID? I don't know. I'm going to go to Riot Fest next weekend. Oh, yeah? See the Boston's. At least that might be worth getting it. (laughs) See the Boston's and Andrew WK in one day. All right. I got sick. It happens. My coworker is going to that, I think. No, Sky. I'm your friend. We work together on this show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you only refer to me as your coworker. 
<laughs> from now on. So uh, Tula and Oz, Ayaz, Ayaz uh, get into an argument about which direction to go. Ayaz accuses Tula of not being able to tell north from south uh, because she's a woman. And also, I guess that the, the sun rises in the south. Yeah, one of them says... She wants to go, go north, he wants to go south. To put the sun in their eyes. But it would be in your eyes also? Yes. Unless they all have cool guy sunglasses. I mean, Ayaz has a front ponytail. You couldn't get cooler <laughs> than that. You would implode. It's true. Um, so their indecision leads to them getting kind of boxed in by other pirates. Um, the what is Maelstrom. It? Maelstrom, thank you, is uh, closing in on them. Uh, it looks like everything's okay at first, but uh, yeah, the Maelstrom pops out of one direction, and then there's all the other scout ships on the other side. And as they're sailing and not paying attention, there's just like this looming landmass full of caves. Yes. They eventually land on uh, whichever one Tula wanted to go. North, I think. Yes. But that's when the Maelstrom pops out of the- Well, they, they end up going north because that's the way the compass tells them to go. Right. And then Both. Bloth. Bloth is uh, looking at them through a goofy-ass telescope. And he's got a new guy who um, looks a lot like if Jafar did a, just a, a cubic shit ton of meth um, and does not have, like, a, a full shirt. Has, like, a weird drapey crop top. None of them have top. full shirts, guy. Bloth has a full shirt. He's got a deep V, but he's got a, f- yeah, a full shirt. I wouldn't call that a full shirt, then. <laughs> the top part's missing. He's got more shirt than literally everybody else than Ren. Well, that's because he's the boss. Establish your dominance through shirts. Yeah. So Ren's just like, yeah, actually, fuck this. And he takes a left or a right. I forget which direction he's currently heading. And he goes into the caves. But because the the cave wall is so porous, they didn't really tell which cave he went into, which is weird. Well, I think they saw him go in a hole. And by the time they get there, he goes into a different cave because it has every which way you could go inside there. Understandably, Bloth is upset. This guy doesn't understand television. I don't understand what I'm seeing. He's still scared and confused by these moving pictures. How how can Tim Curry be Rocky Horror and also this little man with a tummy? Well, he can't be any of them anymore, Sky. I know. I miss Tim Curry. Do you? I do. Do you just lay awake at night thinking about Tim Curry? Some nights. He's definitely a person I don't think of until uh, he comes up on something like this. (laughs) You're like, oh, shit, that's Tim Curry. That dude's awesome. He's fine. I don't know. He's got a cool voice. He's great in Home Alone 2. (laughs) He's the bad guy. He was if the you, true villain. If you ask me what my definitive home, uh, my definitive Home Alone is, I'll say Home Alone Two. No, that's not. I was going to say Lost in New York. Definitive Tim Curry role would probably be Home Alone Two. So that's that, that's my favorite Rob Schneider film. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. It's the one where he's the least obnoxious. Yes, and he doesn't try to fuck a goat. Or <laughs> you didn't see the deleted scenes for Home Alone <laughs> Two: Lost in New York. I did not. I did also did not see whatever movie it was where he was fused with animal parts. It's called The Animal? I, sure. I, I haven't seen most of Rob Schneider's I catalog. I think I've seen just Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo once. I haven't seen that even. You, would, you wouldn't have at any point in your life liked it. Yeah, I know. That's why I didn't see it. It was fine. We, you know, when you're 15. Sure. I bet you the sequel's never, even better. I was never, never 15. 15. No. Yeah. I went from being 6 to being 35. And now that you're 35, you're 75. <laughs> That's right. That's why I can't keep anybody's name straight. You get him a big bowl of Metamucil after this. <laughs> Gotta stay regular somehow. Yeah. Uh, so this show likes to do weird angles and cinematic shots. It's It takes a lot of time to linger on things 
and like just let music like set the mood yeah it's very much paced like a show 20 or uh, like an animated thing 20 years earlier than this like this is from 1991 but it feels like it's from the 70s the animation is better than it would have been if it was in the 70s but it, yes, it's but it's got still a, reminiscent of that style yeah it's got a weird pacing for sure um it's like if they took early johnny quest and like just made it better which they did in the you know johnny quest reboots but sure i'm not familiar this is, is hannah barbera who made this so it you know it's a direct line from <laughs> stuff like that sure you don't know anything about cartoons. I don't know Johnny Quest at all. I, I recognize the name, but I also accidentally remember Johnny Test, which is a different cartoon. A, is that the one with the dog? Yeah, a dog that talks and a kid with fiery hair. Yeah. Um, Johnny Quest was a, and I an also adventure television. Accidentally thought it was Johnny Bravo, which is a different cartoon I never saw, um, with a guy who's like eighty percent torso, if I'm remembering right. He has a lot of torso and a little bit of. Uh... Rapey vibes a little bit. So while the crew is somehow still sailing through the the cave that apparently has a decent enough wind, when you're a good sailor, Scott, you can take the littlest amount of wind and keep your boat going. You're a bad sailor. <laughs> That's true. I've said I don't, it before, and I'll say it again. Because you can't get me on a fucking boat. I'll never go out to sea like that. <laughs> no, absolutely. You'll have not. to sedate me to get me on that fucking boat. Um, That's. <laughs> When I'm rich and just pulling pranks, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going <laughs> to drug you, and you're just going to wake up in the middle of the ocean. My literal nightmare, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. I'm drug you and just have you wake up in a field of tornadoes. <laughs> so Peck and the pirates, um, uh, the, the torch goes out. Ren bends down, and he picks up, I don't know what he even grabs. It might be the torch, but it looks like he just grabs like a fistful of dirt. Um, and then he relights it, and the, their ship is full of albino folk. I mean, they live in this cave. It makes sense. Yeah. They got red eyes and white skin. They look albino. And they're all stretched out and shit. Yeah. I thought that it was like a, a ca- cavern of the Amazons or something, but it uh, seems to be nothing but dudes. I don't know if there were any women in the as part of the people here. This guy's always on the lookout for a nine-foot-tall albino Amazon woman to, you know, I have crank, very, crank off to. very specific tastes. Um. But they're they are you know captured and brought before the the king of the people here, who have a name and I do not remember what it was. It was hard to catch. I think they're called albinos of the cave. That sounds right. Yeah, that's um, why I said it. And the king basically says, "Why are, why are you here?" And Ren says something to the effect of, "We're looking for the treasures," and the you know we escape bluff and trying to get home and save the world and octopod or whatever. And he's like, like hell. I mean, why would you believe some rando who stumbled his way into your building cave land? But Ren does produce the uh, the treasure. The first treasure. Which the king immediately recognizes, even though it was lost who knows how long ago. I mean, it can't have been that long ago because he knows his dad. I mean, I guess we don't know how long lived these people are. That's true. But he knows Ren's dad and everyone seems to think he was a cool guy. I think they called him a king. Maybe he was the king of Octopon. Sure. But at least his dad's at least 10 years or so. And it's been at least 10 years and two days because this is the second day of the journey. <laughs> That's right. We should keep an ongoing timeline. 
Hopefully Nidler says how many days it's been every time. <laughs> every episode would be very helpful. The king turns his mind right around. He's like, yeah, actually, you know what? You guys will fix your ship. We'll give you provisions. You guys can sleep in my bed if you want. And we'll, it, it's, you know, he's very um, generous and hospitable to them. He does tell them they have to get the fuck out in one day, though. Yeah, but he's also giving them a bunch of stuff. Yeah, just but, saying. I mean, they are a pretty isolated society and they don't want to get smallpox. It's probably a, an issue for them. Yeah, all three of these guys have smallpox. Four, God only knows what sure. that bird is carrying. Uh, syphilis Monkey and pox. probably the plague of some sort. That bird is like a koala. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just give you gonorrhea. <laughs> so the boys stay put to have dinner and then Tula wanders off for some reason. Uh, when they open that door to the dinner, Izod notes all the gold that is in that room. Yeah, there is a surprising amount of gold just in unguarded rooms. All right, there's gold in the Nar Hills, Sky. But does the society, like, treasure gold? Based on what we see later, I assume so. They weren't going after the treasure. They were going after the scrolls, I thought. I think it was both. Okay. Well, it ended up being both, but... Whatever. But Tulip wanders off to, like, a library and starts looking through scrolls. And, uh... She picks up a cool lantern that has a fish in it that glows. Yeah, it's the glowfish lantern. Yeah, and it, at one point it settles, so she sticks her hand in there to spook it so it swims around and glows brightly again. It was a pretty neat touch. Uh, I, I really liked that little bit of world building. This guy, shut up. You shut up. But then she sees a scroll in a glass case and is like, well, I'm just going to take that. I mean, how could that not be the most important one? Sure, but it's just a map. Like, it doesn't have any indications on it at all. I mean, we we don't we don't know what she's looking for though. She won't tell us. <laughs> she won't tell Ren later. I guess. Act break, and when we come back, we got Kronk, Conk, Conk. I'm getting closer. Uh, just swimming through the water, he's like a little manatee, and then he climbs aboard the ship that uh, our crew stole. I can't remember the name of it. It has a name, but I don't remember what it is. I'm gonna call it the Sea Star. And they stole away on board. He, yeah, he's his simpletons come with him. So in the next scene, Izod is wearing a big pink robe, uh, acting very suspicious as though he stole a bunch of stuff. Uh, and he he just announces that it was a gift. And then he... He, he doesn't just announce it. The bird says, look at that robe. <laughs> Izod's not a maniac. I mean, he stole from a society that will kill him. Yeah, that again. makes more sense than just going, look at this robe that the king gave me. <laughs> yeah, they, they say their goodbyes. And as the ship sails away um a different guy comes running up to say to the king that some scrolls are missing and the king is reluctant to believe it uh but then the guy says no really and then he, then he sold on it so they uh send out some <laughs> ships to intercept that ship again I, are they just riding on cave currents yeah okay you don't know a lot about cave sky, but there's enough wind in a cave to sail a ship. I don't know that there is. Yeah, but you don't know that there isn't. I maybe these are the whistling caves of Octopon. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or Myrrh, or whatever this planet's called. Doug. The whistling caves of Doug. <laughs> so the bird is navigating. They gave a map to exit the, the cave successfully, like, and the bird's I navigating. I like this sentence. So the bird is navigating. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh... Dr. Oz is... Um, Izod? Is that what you're yes. trying to say? Izod is carrying around like big sacks of grain or something. And we see... I thought they were pillows. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess when he throws it down, it's heavy. Yeah. 
<laughs> so they were heavy pillows. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know what they fill their pillows with in this world, weird world. Yeah. Sorry. These are filled with rice. Fish scales. Uh, Guns. And crunk. Cronk. Cronk. <laughs> lifts up the trapdoor he's hiding underneath to grab Ren's ankles, I guess, and give away his entire position. Uh, but Aizad drops the uh, the bags of grain or whatever on the... They really look like pillows. <laughs> they do. But I don't think that's what they are. I mean, you could be right. I just don't think that's what it is. I mean, they seem too heavy to be pillows, so... <laughs> it does smash Kronk's hand, and he pulls it in and puts the whole thing in his mouth. And Ren is in great spirits, but then a bunch of arrows get shot into the steering wheel as the king's men come after them. Like, ah, beans! Izod announces that they can outrun them, and Tula's on board because she also stole shit. Yeah, it's two shifty layabouts. Yeah. Ren doesn't understand what's happening, and then Kronk comes out from his hidey hole again. Actually, a different one. And looks like he's just going to brain Ren with a mallet, but he gets hit with, uh, I don't know, a flying jib? That's a ship thing. Sure. And it knocks him back in the hole. The amount of arrows that these guys are shooting at our so heroes. There's many so arrows. many It's like, that's how Hawkeye comes, guy. Jesus. <laughs> There's an irresponsible. Yes, I get it. There's an irresponsible amount of arrows being shot. A lot of them missing. Um, all of them shot from wrist-worn crossbows. Uh, I mean, that is a very cool way to shoot an arrow. That's true. Uh, that's what the, Archer had. Is it the coolest way? When you say Archer, you mean like the man Archer from the television show Archer? No, I'm. Oh, okay. I meant the uh, small soldier. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes, that Archer. Yes. Sorry, I thought you were talking about H. John Benjamin. <laughs> Not this time. Instead, you can see the, uh, why I'd be confused. Yes, they they bear the same name. Uh, Archer's name from Small Soldiers wasn't abundantly like dwelled upon. Like, well, what does he do? He shoots arrows. All right, Archer. Boom. Moving on. Yeah. This one's eyeball. <laughs> All right. I guess they're gonna fight Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> um. What's the coolest way to shoot an arrow? Is it a little wrist-mounted crossbow like that? I I would think. I guess so. Oh, I'm asking you. Oh, I don't what, know. I'm asking your opinion. Oh, my opinion? I don't know. I like the regular bow. It's a regular bow and arrow? Yeah. I think it's pretty neat. That's all right, I guess. I mean, it's better for aiming purposes. I can't imagine like fi- shooting from your wrist is very easy. guess not. It's also, you're not going to get a lot of power from that. I didn't say... I didn't say powerful. I said coolest. <laughs> well, the coolest is probably from the shitty Dungeons and Dragons cartoon where the kid just has a bow that manifests arrows whenever he pulls the uh, the string back. All right. There you go. Like, uh, not unlike uh, Omega from the Bad Batch, her weird gun. Her weird pink lasers. Yeah. Her weird pink laser, laser arrows. But uh, I saw it get shot. It seems to be right in the heart, but he's still wearing his weird robe. That is a different color than earlier? Yep. Um, Changed robes. <laughs> this is a different steel and robe. Uh, and he reveals that he did get shot, but it was into a cup that he had underneath his robe. He's also got a big plate and a bunch more goblets. And runs like, God damn it, it's dude. Just a robe full of goblets. You'd think that he would have just like stowed those in his quarters immediately. Yeah, why is he still wearing those? I don't know. I mean, there wasn't a lot of time in between, but like, why would you walk around with your clanking gold, stolen gold? 
You're clinking an awful lot, okay? I can't even handle when there's change in my pocket. How could you walk around with like 15 gold goblets in your chest? Change bother you that much? How much change do you have in your pocket? None, because I hate the sound it makes. Fucking using cash for. It's been a while since it's come up. So they start arguing. I'm I'm going to just fill all of your pockets with change and sew them shut. (laughs) So I sink faster. (laughs) So everybody starts arguing. Ren wants to pull over um, and let them know that he didn't sanction the theft of their stuff. Uh, the other two are like, no. And everybody's colors of their pants changes again. Ren uh, goes off on to like slice down one of the, the the sails to trap his people under. You're brushing past the fact that while he's trying to turn the ship around and they're trying to wrestle him away from it, he just flips them off his back <laughs> by bending over a little bit. He doesn't use his arms. He headbangs so hard. He just flips them over himself under the under the deck below. He's the chosen one. I guess so. You just do that. But the king is like, well, seems like there's a scuffle. Maybe there's more to the story than meets the eye. Yeah. Why would they be turning around if they were guilty? Or at least one of them isn't. Don't kill them until I say so, he says. Basically. Uh, So Ren, you know, he stops the ship and then uh, he surrenders all of the stolen stuff that that Oz took. I Oz. Whatever. No, it's his name. You're his name. You owe him that much. I don't. I owe him nothing. You're watching his show, Scott. <laughs> I'm not. I'm watching Ren's show. Uh, he would have you believe otherwise. Ayaz <laughs> hands over like a plate and a goblet, um, but he told he's totally stole like five. So he only <laughs> returns the one. Uh, and Tula hands over one of the scrolls. She hides another one in her boot, and nobody counts to see how many there's in the bag when Ren brings them back. And doctor, not doctor, king, whatever, uh, tells him the punishment is very severe for stealing our shit. And Ren's just like, actually, what if uh, I took the punishment instead of them? King wants it, says that's very noble and don't expect this to work next time, but it totally works right now. So nobody's getting punished. Nobody's getting beheaded. But you do have to get the fuck out, which, which is understandable. Fair, yeah, yeah that's, that's more than fair. You're lucky you're not. They're not taking back like the rations and the sails that they put on your ship. But at that point, Kronk pops out of uh, his hidey hole again, and he grabs the king. He's like, "I'm gonna fucking cut this dude's throat." And even though there's like 40 archers, none of them bother to try and kill him. Uh, Ren says, "Don't trust this asshole. He's totally just gonna kidnap the king yeah. if you take my stuff." Because Kronk asked for the compass and the treasure, and Ren just kind of hands him over. No fuss, no muss. He gives them to the weird simpleton uh, S&M guys. Kronk orders the albino people off of one of their boats, and then he steals it. And he's like, I'm going to take the king after all. I lied to you. You should have listened to the boy. I'm going to eat this king. We're going to ask for a king's ransom. Ha ha ha. And at that point, he's piggyback riding the king. And any of the archers could have just, you know, porcupined him with arrows. But Ren grabs a gold plate and then hits the king with it. Or not the king, hits Kronk with it. And the king gets away. Yay! Meanwhile, Kronk and his simpleton sail away. And the uh, our crew chases after them. And uh, uh, Izod tries to fish one of the gold plates that's floating on the water out with uh, what's called a guy's arm. This guy knows what that's called, but he can't remember a simple name like Izod. I can, rem- <laughs> I can remember weaponry from medieval times, but that's more important, clearly. The king's like, yeah, look, we're cool, but don't come back. Everyone's just like, good enough. Thanks. And they peace out. Um, so uh, we cut outside. 
the uh, Maelstrom is situated somewhere outside of one of the goofy caves and there's a bunch of like scout ships and so on and uh, the god I wish I remember these people's names the albino folks uh, sail ship comes out and Kronk's holding up the treasure so that uh, Bloth can see it from a distance through the telescope see how I remembered his name that one time you did a good job I'll not do that again I'm sure that's uh, I mean it's a good jo- uh, good plan for Kronk because uh, yeah Bloth would have just killed him because he was in an enemy ship. It's a good plan. As uh, a different sail ship is coming up to um, to intercept and probably escort, uh, the ship with Ren on it comes out and slashes it in half by just crashing into it of the scout ship, not the one with Kronk on it. And they all fall in the water, and Izod calls them all ladies because he's a sexist. So the the race is on. Kronk knows that he can't outrun the whatever, the shooting star or whatever the hell this It has a name. It sure does. But he can't outrun Ren and his crew. So they're like, let's go to this other place and we'll wait for Bloth to come and get us. Which seems like it's it's pretty smart. These henchmen make decent decisions. Bloth is upset, but I'm not sure why. Because, you know. It's the Wrath. The Wrath? Wrath. Wrath. Like W-R-A-T-H? Yes. Okay. It's a bad name for their ship. Right? Or is it Wraith? It's Wraith. Okay. I just glanced that's, at it. That's still a bad name. Yeah. So they're trying to catch uh, Kronk in his his boat. And then at that exact moment, when Ren says, hey, make put up all the sails so we catch the most wind, that's the exact moment where they decide to go over and say they're sorry instead of doing the, the order he gave. Izod's like, yeah, I'm sorry I stole some stuff. And Tula's like, yeah, I'm sorry too. Except they don't say they're sorry. They're just more like, I'm sorry we got caught. Well, they're touched you took the punishment for them. Yeah. Or was planning to. You wouldn't understand. You didn't have They're to. They're having human feelings right now. That sounds like it sucks. Um, It was about this point when I noticed that Ren's eyebrows don't match his hair, so I think he dyes his hair. Uh, no, it's just sun-kissed from being out on the water all the time. How is his eyebrows more sun-kissed than the rest of him? Or his, not his as... hair is, because your eyebrows are lower and not as close to the sun. Sure. It's the same reason you don't have to put sunscreen on the bottom half of your body. <laughs> you should. Ren uh, tells tells them that, you know, everything's cool. Just go back and do the duties that I just said. And he pulls Tula aside. He's like, why did you steal the scrolls? And she's like, mind your own fucking business. Which is fair. And they go back or they go back to doing their ship duties. And the bird's piloting the ship this whole time. I'm not sure what everybody's role is. Is Ren the captain? I don't think anyone has a role. The other two are hired hands. Okay. And nobody owns this ship, so. No. Because <laughs> it's stolen. There needs to be a better chain of command is all I'm saying. So. Uh, I mean, I think Ren is conceivably in charge. They know that he, he's the main character. Yes. But now that he doesn't have his necklace, I think he's low status. I bet he gets it back in the next episode. More than likely. Ren talks to the bird and he's like, look, I don't know if we can trust either of these guys that we met in a in a bar full of thieves and pirates. One of them who I didn't even actually hire but stowed away. <laughs> she's not even supposed to be here, man. <laughs> I mean, she's arguably the most competent, but she is she's not someone he hired. And one who's obviously just a pirate uh, who are known for, you know, stealing stuff. Which is, I think Izod said earlier, he's like, yeah. I, I am a I, pirate. I'm a pirate. And I saw treasure. <laughs> I like shiny things. You can go tra- fuck yourself. I love treasure. That's kind of how it ends with... Uh, Not kind of. It's exactly how it ends. Well, there's some more... Uh, I was about to have uh, some qualifiers there, but sure. Oh. Interrupting jerk. 
slap you. And do it, coward. Um, but Ren is torn. Who can he trust in the second day of his travels? The bird that he met yesterday. Also. <laughs> the bird who wanted to eat him, I feel like. Mm, or no, the bird be fed was, by him at the very least. The bird was going to exchange him for dinner. Right. But yeah, that's how it ends. Uh, Jake, what yes. was the most turtle-rific part? Gosh, what was the most turtle-rific part? I don't uh, what a slow moving. <laughs> Not a lot happened. No. What was the most turtle-rific part? Sky. Why don't you answer that question for a change first? Because I can't think of anything. I think it's pretty turtle-rific that any cave should could have a hidden society of albino people in it. In, in, that's true. With a, a bustling economy. They had so much gold. Is it an economy, though, if the gold doesn't mean anything? I don't know. It's just their plates. <laughs> they had it. I think it was terrific that uh, Conk had two simpletons and he gave them <laughs> a chance. Conk did pretty good work. Yeah. for Like, he's drawn... Gross? Yeah, and, like, he's the, like, incompetent sidekick. He's just a henchman I didn't assume would get, like, a spotlight yeah, episode. But he just doesn't seem like the, like, second-in-command type that he seems to sort of maybe be maybe he's a, at least a trusted guy it seems i don't know he has a peg leg so i didn't think you'd get into that much <laughs> yeah that kind of dovetails into who was the most likable or effective character i mean i guess it was the guy who noticed all the stuff was stolen and told the king <laughs> he had face tattoos yeah well i mean that he could have just been born like that guy you don't know it's true a lot don't of them assume. had like a green stripe though don't assume and he had guy. like black points don't assume sky you fucking get this show canceled then, <laughs> then what will we do enjoy our sundays well seeing as how no one can stop us from like posting we can just keep doing it they're not canceled like that like canceled i understood canceled. i'm just saying we can keep doing it regardless then we'll have to wait 18 months before we do another comedy show like we're <laughs> louis ck we don't want that yeah we'll just have to make sure to not make fun of children who are in a school shooting or masturbate in front of people who don't want us to. <laughs> I always ask first. So did he. Still doesn't make it right. Well, it's, it's okay if you listen to the response. They say no, then you don't do it. Yeah. I asked. She said no, but I asked. <laughs> if you ignore the answer, that doesn't really count. Uh, I'm going to say it was Kronk, because he got... He did some good work, aside from getting his hand smushed by grain or whatever. This guy's going to give this one to Louis C.K. for... Just doing his best. No. <laughs> That's uh, not it. No. <laughs> no. I was very disappointed to find out what a piece of shit he was. I mean, yeah. I wasn't surprised, per se, because he kind of had that vibe to him. Yeah. But I wanted to believe that he was cool based on some of the things that he had said. Eh, well, we still got Jim Gaffigan for That's now. true. I don't think he's going anywhere. Nah, he seems to be a family man who, like... All of his jokes are about sandwiches. That's right. <laughs> and he's got like 15 kids, so he doesn't have time to do anything else. Exactly. He has to stay in comedy so the skits can eat. <laughs> um, I think John Mulaney's still cool. Uh, he's yeah. having some personal issues. No, he's not. People are just attacking him for no apparent reason for getting someone pregnant. Oh, no. I mean, like he had like a relapse and like wasn't doing great, but he's doing better. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant by personal issues. But uh, he's doing fine. Yeah. He's out there banging Olivia Munn. Yeah, good for him, man. Yeah. 
He's fine. Yeah. Um, and he's never masturbated in front of anyone who didn't ask. <laughs> that we know. But anyway, um, what'd you do for pop culture palate cleanse? Ooh, Sky, that's a great question. It is. Um, and I what, ask it to you so I have time to remember things that I What is the I name do. of the book that I told you I was going to read? I could not tell you. That Star Wars manga came out, and I read that. It is called Edge of Something. Tomorrow. The Edge of Balance. No. Um, it's the High Republic manga. And Are you sure Tom Cruise isn't in it? No, that's The Edge of Tomorrow. Right. That's what the thing was called, though, no, right? it's The Edge of Balance. Right. Tomorrow. No, I'm going to hit you with my shoe. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Do it, coward. I read that and started the most recent Young Adult's... High Republic novel. The High Republic stuff is coming out at such a pace that I don't think I have to think about what else I want to read. I can just read that until <laughs> this is over in three years. Yay. So that's fun. And, you know, the stuff that happens every week. What if happened and what we do in the shadows happened. And uh, that's pretty much it. Katie and I watched an episode of Recess. That was pretty good. The cartoon? Yes. It's a good cartoon. It's the cartoon she watches when she doesn't want to think about anything else. <laughs> it's an extraordinarily complex social structure those kids have. It's Yes, it is. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. What happened at that school? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, the Ashleys, the Diggers. Those Diggers got s- something wrong at home, I'm sure. Yeah. There's, there's a kid named Hustler Kid who deals in stolen goods. It's, a, it's weird. How, why is there a king? I don't know. Why are the kindergartners like that? I don't know. I think kindergartners are just like that, actually. That's true. But, like, they're not they're not capable savages. <laughs> it was a good show. I like The Weekenders a lot, too. Yes. I haven't seen that one in a long time. Is that on Disney Plus? I don't know. I don't think so. I also haven't looked for it, so I can't really confirm. Sounds like you. Yeah. Will you talk about whatever stupid movie you uh, watched <laughs> and give me the entire plot of it while I don't pay attention? Because I'm looking up whether or not The Weekenders is on here. <laughs> Sure. I did watch the What If with Zombies, and it was weird to see such a bloodless zombie story that was also so extremely violent. It's not on there. I didn't think so. They're making a Captain America action figure based on the zombie Captain America, or they have made it, and it's out already. It's. Uh, I think you can at least order it on the internet. And he played a very small part in it. Like He's gone in like the first third. He Yeah, he, he's gone pretty quick. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't really like it. I'll be honest. I mean, the comic books that the Marvel zombies are in aren't good either. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, it was fine. It was fun. Yeah, it was fine. It was just weird. And they made some dumb decisions, like when the Wasp did the sacrifice play. They didn't think, oh, this is going to be a literal big problem later. Nobody really responds to people dying. They're a little sad, but they're not like, God, everybody's dead. Well, they've already had time to cope, Sky. We meet them after this has already happened. I don't know. I didn't super like it as much as the rest. I mean, whatever. It's only one of them. Yeah, it was fine. That's the nice thing about this show is if you didn't love one of them, the next one's different. <laughs> I also got caught up on My Hero Academia. We're getting closer and closer to uh, some really interesting stuff with you know All Might and One for All and etc. These um, kids haven't graduated yet? No, we're not even through the first year. Oh, goodness. They got... They take their time. <laughs> yeah, they're telling a story. A lot happens in that year, huh? Uh-huh. Well, they're superheroes, Jake, in a world full of superheroes and villains. We got to the point where we learn about, you know, the guy with all the hands? Sure. Yes. He's wearing all the hands. I think I told you this before, but it was, those hands are all that's left of the family he used to have. 
because he accidentally killed them when his power activated. I, I don't know if you did tell me that or not, but that's terrible. I know I told you at one point, but I didn't expect you to remember. That's because I don't care. Right. But uh, we got to see him, you know, murder his whole family this time around. Before we just learn our... I just read it in the, because of the manga, and now we actually got to see it happen. And you're like, oh, that's why he has those hands. That's so cripplingly gross and terrifying. But yeah, there's some cool stuff coming. You say that like you don't have treasures from all the people you killed, Sky. Just their underpants. Yeah. That's why I stopped wearing mine, so you can't kill me. <laughs> Take it. That's right. Sky's coming. Get Foiled your underpants. <laughs> Foiled again. I'm sure there's more stuff, but, you know, same stuff. I... I I need to like write it down or it just exits my brain shortly. Yeah, or after. stop doing the same things every week. Yeah. They're all pretty blurry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's August. Um, it's September. Is it? Yeah. It's September 12th. Scott. Sure is. <laughs> Did you know it's August? You stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm not good. Remember when I said there are birthday presents for me right there? Yeah. It's because my birthday's, birthday's real soon. Week. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, did you know it's August? I probably meant to say September, but I for sure said the wrong thing. Yeah, for sure, because I heard it. Yeah. Did it's you know recorded. It's August? That's good. <sighs> yeah. Sometimes it's like that. Um, yeah, that'll probably do it for this week. Thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, if you want to, you can rate and review us. It allegedly helps people find the show. Or, or you don't have to, whatever. It's your life. Be a dick. I don't care. Uh, you can follow the show at Fail Pop Culture with Nui at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. Oh, you know what? Um, an episode of Pokemon World Tour United came out this week that I'm uh, a guest on. I got to reprise a role as Kent, and I got to do like an interview, and also I got to commentate a match between uh, the main character and a, a not main character. Uh, it was pretty fun. I'll be uh, re- in another one. Uh, not the next one, but the one after that as well. So that'd be fun. You can follow me. I'm at Sandwich Surplus. I, I'm a Midwest love affair. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Um, defund the police. Black Lives Matter. I was going to say, you got to say the things right. so I can say, stay forgot, frosty, everyone. I forgot the things that I say. But you I, remembered eventually. I, I sidetracked myself. It's okay. You can edit out the silence. <laughs> you can. But will I? I don't know, probably.